Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Started. Okay, great. Okay, so welcome to the shift, Liz Thank Glazer. Thank you, <laughs> <Katie> Boyle. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. Do you have a podcast or anything like that? No, I did like a one-year podcast, uh, like sort of a limited thing when I turned 40. Yeah. It was called Finding 40, and it yeah. was about like people who were 40 and what they learned and liked about being 40. Um, and did you have to stop then when you turned 41? No, I oh. just like, I kind of like did it as a season. Oh, that's you so know? great. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it exists um, and I like it. Uh, I interviewed some cool people um, and I'm just trying to not spill the tea. Oh, no, don't I worry. I mean, yeah, I will please do spill, spill it. <laughs> <the tea. laughs> that's such a funny phrase because I yeah. didn't hear that phrase until I moved over to America. And I, I, I don't, huh. people tell me it's like, right. Maybe Irish American, maybe it oh. is Irish, and I just never the, yeah spill the tea. Well, because it's interesting because tea is so un-American, and yet the phrase I I don't know. I mean, maybe it, it, it. If I learned that it came from somewhere else, that actually would make more sense. Yeah, because it's like we don't drink tea. I I never heard it in Ireland, yeah. but then it makes sense because okay. that's what we do. We meet up and have tea and gossip. And spill it. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we would have these like weekly sessions to uh, so two of my best friends and they're okay. from like a different group of friends from back home. Okay, so I made best friends with one of them because we both dated best friends and then they oh. both cheated on us. Oh, yeah. but wow. we they're actually both like nice guys. They just okay. were like we were all young and they just one of sure. them. I mean, not nice to do that. That's such an sure. Irish woman to be like. Oh no, they're so nice. He, <laughs> would, he used to beat me, but like he's a lovely guy. Wow. Okay. No, he didn't do that though. He sure, was. Um, sure. Yeah, they I'm just glad. yeah they, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it would just be a different episode. Yes, yes. No, yeah, I really, I really set the tone badly at the start of this episode. Why? But oh no, I think it's good. Okay, good. Yeah, I have this joke. I used to do it. Um, I don't do it here, and I did it in Ireland a few times, and it like uh-huh. did so well. Okay, and it was my type of type of okay wait how, how did it go yeah, my, yeah. my type of guy is a guy who'll look like he'll beat me but won't okay and so when i would do that here y- even your face people would just look real concerned <laughs> oh yeah i mean uh well i wasn't concerned i think uh, 
to be fair to my reaction, I think my reaction was the kind of reaction where it's just a natural side effect of somebody saying, oh, I used to do a joke. And I think that causes the brain to like not know when to laugh. Oh, no, 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 no. So I don't think it's like substantive is what I mean. Well, I do feel like the audience would definitely pull back on it. So I dropped it here. But it works fine in Ireland. But I think maybe because... Maybe because Irish women are a bit feisty as well, or maybe sure. because they just also like, like, we like ga players, like thick, mostly. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you know, you also don't want them to be actually aggressive. Right, right of course. So maybe that's why. So my, it might be just a bit like colloquial. Is that yeah. the right word? Yeah, I guess. Because like, you see the guys here as well. They're all uh-huh. very kind of skinny sure. and a bit more effeminate. And uh-huh. I do think like ga players back home are like thick and they got thick ties. And What's they're more, gap? Oh, so like um, like Gaelic football or hurling. Oh. So if you see curling? a guy with a hurl, yeah, you're oh, gone. Curl. Oh, my God. Like if Leland came in with a hurl, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, getting, old, getting older, you know, you struggle yeah. with the uh, lubrication. Well, that'll sure. work well. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I should get him a pair of gas shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. And they're short shorts. Okay. Have you seen normal people? Oh, uh, that's what I was thinking, actually. Yeah. So yeah. for every straight woman, Paul Mezcal in Ireland is like, uh-huh. <sighs> Got it. God, yeah, dream. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. I heard it was great. It is. Um, yeah. Uh, it. I. I watched like only the beginning, and I was like, "This is a lot of sex." Which, not that that's bad. Yeah. You know, like I think it's yeah. great, and we've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. Sure. Because it, like, in Ireland, there's like, uh, it's hard with consent because I think okay. we've all kind of been brought up to be like, "Oh no." even like with tea you'd say no a couple of times like so you'd come in and i'd say would you like a cup of tea and you as an american you're american right yeah you're like oh yes of course that'd be great easy peasy that's not how it goes down in ireland you say would you like a cup of tea oh no no i'm fine would you like a cup of tea no no no, i'm fine and then it's usually the third oh okay if you insist wow so that can kind of that kind of seeps into sex as well sometimes Ah, where there's a lot there's like a bit of like pressure yeah but also that's part of the game. Now, I think okay. the younger generation are getting better at that. And I sure. had to get that out of my head when I moved over here because yeah. you'd be like, a guy would be like, oh, like, can I come home with you? And I'd be like, okay, but you're not, like, we're not going to have sex. And he'll be like, uh. oh, okay, well, then I'm just not going to come home. And I'd be like, well, he doesn't know the game. Oh. <laughs> but it's bad. That's a bad way sure. to be because. But I, I understand it. I mean, I think that it's a changing landscape in exactly. terms of consent globally i don't know you know i i mean i can't speak to like anything really other than my own experience but like same yeah yeah and like you know i live here i'm from here i'm first generation american so for whatever that's worth i just feel the need yeah. to share that I'm, I'm not like, fully not american, that american. <laughs> what's your fir- what's your generation um well because my dad grew up in Latvia oh wow and so yeah so that's my dad and then my mom also wasn't born in the United States she grew up in the United States but she was she was um born in a displaced persons camp in Rome because both of my grandparents are holocaust survivors like four out of four not bragging just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and then my dad like continued to live there through like I think he was 26 when he came to the United States and my mom was a baby. But in any event, like I am American, so whatever. But on the consent point, I feel like I think about it because um, 
Like now I'm married. My wife, I mean, I used to have this joke, which was, and I say it sometimes, but that my type is a straight woman looking for a reason to break up with her boyfriend. And the reason, see, you didn't laugh either because I said it was a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, so no. Anyway, oh, I, was, just I saying, wasn't even I'm expecting you to laugh before. But right, I, right. No, but I'm but saying it was like, like don't perf- take it as like the joke doesn't work. Oh, no, no. But that's, that's what I mean. But I, Because God forbid, but I also, my reaction no, no, should no, be but the reason. I'm yeah. secure enough to know. Yeah that this joke consistently hasn't worked oh, got it, <laughs> there's got a reason it. why i'm insecure in any way no i i yeah. feel like on a side note with that sure i went to art college and they would uh do weekly criticisms where you cannot say something good about the art got it so like if a, for me if a joke doesn't work i'm just like it's been i feel like everybody should go to art college because i'm like okay yeah, yeah that's fine uh, right we because like, we would do it there's a dispassionate yeah like detachment yeah from it. yeah yeah so I, i'll just get rid of it you know sometimes oh, sure. i mean but i'm just sometimes saying, i won't like, sometimes but. yeah i don't mean it like to kind of overly coddle you yeah yes. i just mean i think <laughs> Like, if we can be dispassionate about the negative criticism, we can also be dispassionate about, like, the potential positive response. And that's just what I'm saying. I just, I don't mean, like, keep it or don't keep it on the basis of my reaction. Oh, no, I'm just saying I don't think my reaction is even part of the data. Yes. Because because of the setup procedurally, not substantively. A hundred percent. But you, but yeah, right. Yes. On, on the art, (laughs) I didn't go to art college, but in high school we had like art class. Okay. And it didn't count for your GPA. I think I got like a C something, you know, did horribly. And not only that, but like, so we had what you're saying, um, but it was new for us. Like it wasn't like part of, something that we did a lot. I just remember like everybody was supposed to do, you know, a visual art project of some kind. I did it as part of school. And then the time came when they were all on clothespins and it was time for everybody to critique. Yeah. And it was new to us. So nobody really knew how to do it. And we didn't have rules like you can't say something nice, (laughs) by the way, which is relevant (laughs) because so no one's talking, no one's talking. Finally, somebody peeps up and is like, okay, I don't know what I think about these, but that one pointing at mine is awful. Oh, no. And that's like what got people started talking because they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's the I worst know. one. And so <laughs> even I, my thick skin. <laughs> I guess I and I've never drawn again. Oh, my God. I spilled the tea. Okay. Literally spilled the tea. <laughs> I'm sorry. You went on your shoes. Why? No, I'm sorry. Oh, and that actually yes. I, I never finished that point earlier. But yes, yeah. me and my friends would meet up and spill the tea. <laughs> but wait, so you were saying so you're. So you feel good the cultural... Okay, good. Yeah, that's Barry's. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I was going to talk about is lesbianism because so now I'm married and my wife is a lesbian, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> but like... But no, like she is. Yeah. And, and, um, and like... But I say that because I, for a while, I don't know other people's experience like coming out as gay. I imagine it's much different now that everybody's kind of everything all along the spectrum or whatever. Yeah. Um, But like when I came out, it was like very secret and very like, you know, not something that was like generally done. Certainly not where I went to school. I went to a Jewish day school, like Orthodox Jewish day school. And like, you know, it just wasn't the thing. Yeah. And so the idea, like what you're saying of like, we're not going to have sex, we're not going to have sex. Like that was so the game. If that wasn't the game, I would have had no experiences as a teenager or even in college, because it's like I would be sleeping in a bed with another 
girlfriend, <laughs> right? Who then became a girlfriend, but a secret girlfriend. And that was the whole thing, like sleepovers. It was all kind of like, oh yeah, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to do anything. Oh my God, we can't help ourselves from doing something. Yes. And that was the whole thing. And I feel like now with consent, I mean, it's for sure a good thing. Yes. Right? Like there's no doubt about that. Um, especially when you're talking about very hard like black and white type of cases and even in the gray areas like it's like if somebody is even a little bit like oh I don't want to that's not what we're talking about what what I think you're talking about and correct me if I'm wrong but and what I'm talking about is the kind of like we both want to so bad yeah that we can't even speak it. Yeah, and there's like that element of coy. Like, right. And I think that's the thing when you're doing it like that, there's like a different tone of voice. It's like, okay, well, you're not you're <laughs> like flirty. Right. So yeah, yeah it should be still kind of kind of seen. And that's why the consent in normal people was really good because he was like, oh. he just checked in like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. So it's like you could still check in right oh, before. Oh, interesting. So right. when you would um have secret girlfriends yeah how would you kind of because you're all being secret you can't how would you kind of know who's a lesbian you just don't. get the vibe oh you just oh, risk yeah. it like well because it's like you would i mean and and i don't mean to suggest like i had so many women you yeah. know like it's we're talking like single digits and you kind of knew like you know one one person comes to mind who was like a very close friend um growing up and it's kind of like I have a lot of close girlfriends who I never like this wouldn't have been a thing with them at all you know what I mean and then there was this one with whom it was very much a thing because I don't think we were ever truly friends we were like you know foreplay friends like our friendship was like the flirting to the ultimate like consummation or whatever. And that's not the case with like my best friends who are still my best friends who are women who I grew up with. You know what I mean? I do. I always think that's as well, like, you know, let's say with men and women friends. So I have friends who are guys and they're a hundred percent just guy friends. Sure. But I treat them differently than guy friends who I wanted to like, yeah. Bang. A hundred percent. There's those ones that are just your friends. Cause you're like, there's like yeah. a yeah a and there's things yeah there's things yeah. you don't do and I've dated guys who they've been like oh this is just my girlfriend I'm like yeah. oh yeah you can see that and then it's like this is my girlfriend and then she's kind of like all over him and I'm like mm, right she's right. not happy you have an actual girlfriend yeah totally <laughs> so yeah there is a right. different vibe I think so yeah. um so uh because I that this makes me think about stranger things when she's like mm-hmm. trying to find out if the girl is into her oh, or if she's into I women. Didn't see it okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like set I saw in the eighties. So it's like kind of right, harder. Right. Yeah. She's uh, not out. So she fancies this girl yeah. and she's trying to find out, but she's like, but if she's not out, then I'm putting myself as out. Yeah. So it's like very stressful. Yeah. I think that there's that. I mean, you know, in, in the situations that I'm thinking of, which again, are like a, you know, a few over my growing up, it was the kind of thing where it's like, like, I don't drink anymore, but like, you know, when, 
I did drink and I would be in situations with women who I had that kind of a vibe with and we were both drunk, like usually that's when it comes out. You know what I mean? That you sort of have this like confessional moment or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely had it with one friend. She lives in a different country now, but um, we would always get drunk and kiss. Yeah. But it wasn't like just for guys' attention. Right. So that's when you're like, oh, I think we had a little little thing. Yeah, totally. So, you know... um. Yeah, so so it's I just mean like I agree and I I get it on your consent game thing. And I will say for the listeners, there might be a noise of the fan in the background. I kind of noticed halfway through, but I don't think I'm going to turn it off because I think if I do, we will sweat our tits off. Oh, yeah. So if you guys hear it, just just ignore it because there's always there's always fans in the background. Yeah. Nice. That was well done. Um, (laughs) wait so uh, you kind of like you always knew you were lesbian you never had like any sort of yeah I mean ever since I was like a person aware of sex I I knew that I had an attraction to women I did date men before oh yeah and yeah I feel like I give off a lesbian from birth vibe but like I'm not (laughs) one um like I and so I had a boyfriend for three and a half of four years of college, um, which like sometimes people like are like, what? Yeah, you college, know? college is so before you experimented yeah, in high school, right, right. then you, okay, had the boyfriend. Well, we didn't, that's a good question. So this was the high school thing was actually, we didn't really do anything about it until the end of college Oh, with the, with the same person. Oh. But this was like after the boy relationship from college was over. And did you like enjoy having sex with him and everything? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, it's I did love him. And I I had told him like at the beginning of our relationship that I was attracted to women. Of course, he wasn't listening because he's a guy. But like, um, (laughs) but um, I mean, I I say that in jest like we were children. And, you know, I, I really don't mean it like specifically against him or anything like that. Like, I think it was it was an experimental time. And maybe it's funny that like for my college experience, I experimented with men effectively because <laughs> now I'm a lesbian, but like, you're like that wild time in college. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> where I dated a Republican. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah, like it was a real relationship and like, yes, I, I was attracted to him. I loved him. Like, you know, I always knew and I would voice this to him and other people at the time that there was like, it wasn't, exactly for me how I envisioned my personal life and I think that there's an analogy because like for me like I wasn't I didn't always do comedy I had like this whole other career in life in law and stuff like that and I think like my heterosexual years and my years as a lawyer and like teaching law are similar and analogous to each other because it was sort of like okay this is like a rough approximation of what good might feel like but then like the moment I kissed a woman for the first time which was after I broke up with or we broke up I don't mean to say like I broke up (laughs) you know like I'm not trying to like win but anyway uh, after that relationship was done and I kissed a woman for the first time I was like oh like this is how this is what people write about and sing about and talk about and stuff like that and so similarly you know with stand-up like I I mean 
I remember I told my therapist after I did stand up, I was like, I feel like I had a professional orgasm, you know, which was basically a regular orgasm. But I was 100 percent sure that I was having it. And so, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) it was like that kind of. And I think they're similar. Those two moments for me anyway. No, 100 percent. I do think. I felt the exact same with comedy. Yeah. Like when I first did it, it was yeah. like, oh, this is what I'm meant to do. Right. Which is the same right. thing when I finally orgasmed. I was like, oh, this is an orgasm. Sure. Because I had had so oh, right. much sexual yeah. partners. Yeah. American soil. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was all, yeah, it was all, all me in the end. So, in, which is like, so of course, no yeah. offense to them, but I just hadn't a clue yeah. what an orgasm was. Sure. They just don't tell us. Yeah. To yeah. ride that hill. I was right. like, oh, what's this? <laughs> I think, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting though, like thinking of it as a teacher, right? Because the they don't tell us. I'm like, okay, who's they and what would they say yeah. is my question. And it's kind of like, what kind of sex ed class would that be? There should be a sex ed class yeah. where it's just like sex educational, obviously, but also pleasure. And I sure. think that's really important. And I think it, there should be a teacher in school because parents are just too uncomfortable. And I w- yeah. we would love the idea. But in Ireland, they're so uncomfortable yeah. with talking about sex that they people had voted a tampon ad off the TV wow. where it was just educational. Wow. And it was like a fun Jeez. little, uh, not just the tip, like, you uh, know, like, because okay. people, women weren't putting it in far enough and I huh. wasn't even. So that ad was huh. like, like how I learned about a tampon was my friend shoved it in me at 19 yeah. and Zach and Toss. Uh, uh-huh. Other than that, I would have just kept using pads. Uh-huh. But um, <clears throat> so there's no, and people are just so uncomfortable, but I, yeah, I think there should be around pleasure too because... Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, for just learning about your body. But it's tough because, like, it's like, you know, there's so much about, like, teachers being creepy. And so then it's like, who's oh, yeah. going to teach that class? And, like, how are we going to be comfortable enough that it's not going to be somebody super creepy teaching it? I mean, I, I don't have an answer. I'm just, like, I also think when it's, imagining. like, super, yeah. like, direct, it's less yeah. creepy. So when it's, like, Agreed. the science of it. So right. if you're, like, I did a, a solo episode for the this podcast last uh. week, and it was, like, the science. I was just reading an article. Uh-huh. And the woman was, like, okay, so when, like, a woman is aroused, her, mm-hmm. like, vagina organs swell. Oh, and, yeah, So yeah, you could yeah. talk about, like, the, the feeling right. of pressure and, like, but, yeah, you're right. I don't know. It's yeah. hard. It is yeah. hard. Um, yeah. And I guess, I guess and it, yeah i guess before they would have had like women teaching girls and men teaching guys but it's a whole new world right. where that's not just right it's got to be like the right person and it's like if you're really right for the job how do you demonstrate that without like, and you want girls yeah. and boys to be mixed together so that they see it's right. really important that the boys see the effects of girls talking about like they need to be able to look at a girl they know so mm-hmm. that they can see like oh I you should be asking consent. Oh, someone I, I know it's kind of dumb, but you know the mm-hmm. guys are like, I have a sister, I have a mother. Yeah. Unfortunately, they have totally. to see right. like this could be your friend Annie, or this is yeah. what Annie goes through, and Annie has a period, and it's fucking tough. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, I don't know. There's so much fucked with the world. Like, sure. I, I I did uh, the Dear Buddies podcast. So it was like three uh-huh. guys that I'm friendly with. You know, uh-huh. Alex and um, Chris and Michael. Do you know those? Guys? I don't know. Or Mike, sorry. Okay. And um. I took out a tampon and they, they were like, oh, we know all about this stuff. And then they were like, what the fuck? And they were like pulling it and they were like, oh my ah. God, it clicks. And they were like, you got to put this all. Uh-huh. And then, they, and then they, I was telling them how much it costs a month. And they were like, shit, like, okay, no wonder women are so pissed sure. off. Sure. Like, you don't do a diva cop. I don't. And that's okay. the other thing. I wouldn't even know how I, I'm terrified of it. Oh, interesting. And I should because that's way easier. I right? mean, I'm not trying to say you should do literally anything. Um, I was turned on to a diva cup 
when it was about 10 years ago it was actually okay. like a, a ex-girlfriend of mine who was into it and then you know i was just like okay i'll try this and then i i got into it so and wait so can i ask yeah. you you just shove it up there so it's kind <laughs> of like you sort of make it into i'm i'm making this with my fingers because it's sort of approximates the shape it's like a pursing of it where you fold it into itself to get in there and then once it's up it kind of expands so that it's like a bowl and there's no leaking um pretty much not i mean if you i guess like the caveat is like if you put it in where there might be a little bit of an air pocket around Mm. um then there could be leaking I guess, yeah, that would sort of be the only way. I don't think I've ever, like, actually had it overflow to leak. That would yeah. be a lot. Yeah, because you could just yeah. you just pull it out, you it's empty not, it. Right. Okay, maybe podcast listeners, I'll try it, and we'll see yeah. how it goes. I, I mean, I'm a big fan at this point of the Diva Cup. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's it doesn't work for everybody, because everybody's obviously shaped a little bit different, and you know what I mean, so... Yeah. You know, I'm not here suggesting. But if it you saves have money. To. Yeah, I, that's how I was responding to you. Because if you're saying it saves money, it, it's expensive. Or, $40 a month. Right. So this would be, I think it's about that for life. Like, yeah. How or do you maybe. That? Um, well, <laughs> so you, it's like, you know, soap and water. Okay. And I think you're supposed to like replace them like maybe yearly. I definitely don't. <laughs> I sort of like replace it when I move. <laughs> that's like what it's amounted to and so i and like honestly in because move. yeah like i lost it and i'm like okay i guess it's time to get a new diva cup but there are two different sizes and i think like you know i don't know i don't think i'm going up or down in size anytime <laughs> i guess i could i don't know i have no idea you know but i think like if you had a baby then like that oh, yeah. might you know change things or whatever so i don't know and can yeah. i ask you so you said uh you did law what did you do law in Oh, so I I was a law professor before doing comedy. So you so would yeah. you know about because this is something I no the answer is no okay. I know nothing okay but try okay. me okay yeah because I wanted to know more about uh, I had a guy when I first moved over here we had sex and uh-huh. he told me the next day and I remember I was yeah. super fucking drunk I was on okay. the verge of blackout but not okay. blackout got it and I definitely fell asleep while we were having sex okay but I took out a condom so okay. I was like here long enough to be like oh you should have condoms and all sure. my girlfriends and I was like really learning about sex and stuff. sure sure so I took it out gave it to him got and it. He, he, he actually is a comedian so he uh-huh. ended up having a joke about how uh, like a couple of days later about how um, oh you know this girl gave me like a jumbo condom so he mm. had a joke about how that was too big or, okay. or not a jumbo what are they called magnum okay got it anyway so he, so he even has knows that I gave him the condom and got the next it. day I was like oh I saw the condom on the floor thank god and he was like well I took it off halfway through um, and yeah. then I just kind of was like oh okay well I was guess I guess I was like oh well tough shit yeah and then it, it, I, I, I always use condoms except for my sure. ex in Ireland and I ended up getting HPV oh so it probably is from him because yeah. right because that yeah, was the only yeah yeah I mean I think well so well, you're asking me like about his liability no no no, no. I'm okay. just saying that at the time I didn't even f- know that that was like a bad thing like especially right. coming from Ireland you kind of just sure. get on with things and then years later I found Got out it. it's like stealthing and it's like yeah. a crime yeah and you know what and I never said anything to him and he could always just go oh sure. well I was just joking or he could just which is like a weird thing to joke well, about or I he don't could know just, that that's a defense yeah, but yeah. A, I've actually talked to another comedian about him since yeah. and she said that he like has done some really creepy shit to her sure. so Ugh. he's definitely a fucking arsehole yeah. but I didn't know 
yeah my sexual rights and i think a lot sure. of women and i think guys i'm sure he doesn't know that that's actually a crime right because it's like i found out it's like a stealthing crime and in yeah. ireland they're trying to but not knowing it's crime is not a defense by I the know, way but I yeah know. yeah yeah and i'm also not a criminal lawyer so like unless this story ends in like and he would like to rent a hundred thousand square feet of Midtown Manhattan office space. Could you summarize the lease? And the answer to that would still be no. Yeah. Then I have almost nothing to say except for like, I, I'm almost like, you know, a lay person who's like an obsessive Googler because of anxiety. Yeah. Like I don't, that's like kind of the, the equivalent of my law knowledge I on see. this point, but I'm happy to like, First of all, I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Second of all, he does sound like an arsehole. Yeah, he's an arsehole. Third of all, <laughs> um, yeah, that just sucks. And and also, yeah. I have no idea about anything other than like as a friend and a person listening to you. Yes. That's really my role right now. Unless you want to rent the space, which again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I I'll rent just this space feel so bad. we can tie him up and be Correct, <laughs> exactly. And we need 100,000 square feet That's because perfect. or else like, unfortunately, we just can't take on those matters. Yeah. You know, we're too big a firm and I don't work there anymore anyway. So no, nor I'll did have, I knew what I was doing at the time. I'll have to find somebody just because when you said you, okay, I'll have to find someone who knows about, yeah. who's willing to talk about like just finding out what our, what are the crimes? Someone had sent me yeah. something about how like it was there was some sort of case recently about like a woman trying to prosecute her husband for uh -huh. assaulting her sexually. Oh, okay. And like it wasn't like I, I have to read it properly. I'll discuss it on that episode. But I mean, I think yeah. the there's yeah, we, a we don't know about this. What is a crime or what's the sure. assault versus harassment or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll have. OK, but well, but the other thing I do know of one case that I saw about. I think it was like in the post, like it, within the week. Um, and it's not about the criminal aspect, but this woman got HPV. That's the, the connector there. Um, and that's like her damages. But she ended up suing Geico because it happened in a car. And based on the terms of the ins the car insurance contract, she was suing that. And I think she was successful. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Damn I mean, it. Why'd we do it in right? my room? I know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it just costs, you didn't I have the office space. I know. Fuck. And it costs so much because for like to get H to get rid of HP here, uh -huh. HPV here, because um, they got like scrape out your vagina and shit and oh, test it and all that okay, stuff. Have you ever it. had HPV? Not that I know of. I don't it think I did. Would I know? Um, you would know because when you go for your pap okay. smear. Oh yeah, it's but been it's fine. You're thankfully. actually safer yeah. as uh -huh. a lesbian because uh -huh. it, I it, think in general, honestly, yes. it's like I feel like that's half the reason that I am a lesbian. <laughs> it's just because I'm too anxious not to be. I don't have to worry about getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Mostly, don't have to worry about STD. Like it's the best form of birth control. A hundred percent. Lesbianism and STDs. Yeah, it's right. like the lowest uh, rate because uh, especially with HPV, it's the my gynecologist told me like the man's penis is it he's always car like and they don't they rarely test for it. it's so like my right. boyfriend now i was like oh you, you'll have to because i had years of having to get it scraped out of me get tested and it uh, finally cleared up okay good. um but they Thank have God. to monitor it so it doesn't sure. turn into cancer oh geez okay and so she was like oh the men deposit it from their penis so like it's yeah. bad for like women and gay men right. and but men right. who carry it are totally fine doesn't affect them and she Typical. said the pokers are fine. The pokies die. That is a sentence I will never forget. Wow. Okay. <laughs> My gynecologist is very direct. She's huh. also an immigrant. Um, cool. uh, yeah. But uh, uh, 
yeah the i said to my boyfriend i was like yeah will you get tested for that and he was like oh they got test std tested a while like before and, I, and it never came up and i was like yeah but you i you actually have to ask speci- specifically for the hpv test oh interesting because it doesn't okay. kill them so they're not gonna bother right for men yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so um it. it's <laughs> very yeah it's very scary yeah um oh so you could have gotten it from your republican boyfriend but we never didn't uh, like we use like a hundred condoms <laughs> yeah, then you're honestly because so i'm like I, and i feel like i've heard um emma wilman and jesse Kirsten or jessica Kirsten. i don't know i don't know her well enough to call her jesse but it seems like that is what people call her but in any event they had a clip i saw about talking about their like past men relationships and how it's like you know I think it was Emma who was saying like yeah I was like oh I'm waiting for marriage to have sex because it's like easy it's easy to wait for I think Robbie Hoffman talks about this as well but like you know the same kind of gist I mean obviously their jokes are different and I'm not remembering one to the next well enough but just like the the idea of like it's easy to wait when it's not something you want yeah 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 you know that's and and it's easy to use a condom or five yeah. When you're like, I barely want, I'm barely comfortable doing this. I'm still using condoms with Leland like a year. Well, and, then you're um, a lesbian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we're talking about my old, rom- my old flame <laughs> with that girl. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leland, you're safe. This isn't what this is, you know. Yeah, well, um, I'm always like, because Leland's so great and he's so yeah. lovely. And he thinks, he, he was a firm believer in sexuality as a spectrum. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, he's going to turn out to be like, we'll be like married and he'll be like, actually, I'm leaving you for a month. <laughs> but I'm sure. a warrior. I think like the craziest scenario is like, that's going to happen. Like, I'll yeah. be like walking down the stairs and I'll be like, what if a meteor hits right now? And I'll well, have then to you'd be a good lawyer. Cro- <laughs> yeah. I already know I'd be a great lawyer. Yeah. Because I'm really hard to have an argument with when you're in a relationship. Sure. And I know that's something I've had to work on where I've had to be like, yeah. okay, take your space. But like. I'd come back to me, but like Leland finds it. If I'm like, what was this about? Uh-huh. He says that I'm a great at arguing because I'm very calm and I have all the facts oh. and it's like hard to, and he can't, huh. he just shuts down. He's just like, I yeah. don't even know where I am. And right. I'm like, okay, go off for a while <laughs> and come back to me. Sure. sure. But uh, all my family are like, my dad's a pu- was a public prosecutor. He's huh. a guard. Uh, my aunt is a lawyer. My cousin is a lawyer. Mm. Two of my cousins are lawyers. Huh. But, cool. um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Yeah, we're still using condoms. Because that's the thing. He still hasn't gotten the HPV test. So, uh-huh. And I don't want to use birth control because it right. makes me feel all sorts of horrible. Oh, really? so I've never been on it. So, yeah. yeah. I, and he's okay. Like, he hasn't complained too much. So, uh-huh. you know, so I'll just yeah. keep using condoms. Sure. Also, totally. I heard, so he doesn't have a foreskin. Okay. You know, the way all the men don't hear. Yeah. And I, I was on a different podcast and the guy was saying that it's easier for American men to use condoms because oh. they don't have a foreskin. Oh. So it's kind of the sensitivity. It's not as sensitive. So it's right. kind of not that much better. It's like a, a yeah. little bit better, but it's easier for them. Because uh-huh. I was like, I always struggled with Irish guys and condoms. Yeah. But the condom and the force is like an extra barrier against when their foreskin uh, comes down. So uh-huh. it like wrecks the sensitivity. For Got it. It's better for them. Got it. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Or maybe that's some bullshit I've been also fed. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no idea. All the men listen to this are like, fuck's sake, Katie, per Leland. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, what was the other question I wanted to ask you? Oh, you got married during the pandemic over yeah, Zoom, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, how what was that like? Wait, you, but you were both in the Zoom, in the same room. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't in a different box <laughs> in the other room. No. Um, right. I, I've thought about that too. It's funny. Um, 
Uh, no, we were in like a venue. We were specifically, so my wife's a rabbi. We were in the back of her synagogue. Oh, wow. So it was like a work event basically for her. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they have you a did beautiful. Some jokes at the end. <laughs> right. Um, we, it, it's a beautiful outdoor chapel. We got married in the summer. And so, you know, we had like her boss who, married us a rabbi and then the cantor who she works with it was like her co-worker company party basically but just a couple of people and then my mom um because my dad passed away uh he died sometimes I don't like saying pass away but for whatever reason I said it then it's like Um, to make the other person feel better or feel more comfortable or something like that he died yeah um he croaked uh but I no I I wouldn't normally say croaked but (laughs) I feel like I just went you know anyway he's spiraled yeah <laughs> you had a moment yeah yeah to- <laughs> it's the d yeah he went to sleep um forever uh so yeah i miss my dad i don't mean to make light of that but he, my dad used to say like during his life he was like you should talk more about me in your material so oh. whenever i like say jokes about my dad, i'm like he literally would have wanted that yeah, like my dad loves yeah. it too yeah he, like he'll like be like be like oh here you are talking about me but then i'll hear him like quote yeah. jokes to his friends oh that's so cute and when i went to his garda station they were all saying a joke that uh-huh. i was like oh they only at the time i hadn't posted it, so i was like uh-huh. oh they know because he told From them him yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I didn't do it when my dad was alive, so he did not get to enjoy it. But um, hopefully, um, hopefully he is now. Yeah. Um, but in any event, so my mom and my wife's parents and that was it basically you know and so that's actually nicer that's more like intimate to be honest yeah it was very intimate it definitely was more intimate and then we had you know like people from zoom and because my wife works at a synagogue and they the synagogue were like used to setting up those types of things for you know during the pandemic is that what it's called like services but same difference you know what i mean and so anyway um they did it for us and that was really great um Mm. and so that's that's what happened and how long were you guys together before you got married uh i think it was three years how did you guys meet through a friend it was oh, like great i love yeah, that because then you have great. that like totally. secure system where totally like- it was just like this woman who we both knew asked are you single are you single yes yes and then we met and it's like oh yeah totally and did you both come to new york together are you from new york i'm from new jersey well i was born in new york city but like mm. i grew up in new jersey yeah. if we're being honest which normally i'm not but like i uh yeah like i feel like if you're from new jersey you have to say that even yeah. though it's like giving too much up top in terms of because the thing is it's like if it's you because say, new yorkers are really weird correct, about new they're Jersey imperialist people. they right. are it's like and people so, from dublin with like oh, country folks sometimes really? yeah, yeah. So, or right. country people with dublin so uh-huh. i was from kildare but when i would go down to okay. my dad's place in longford uh-huh. and all the people would be like oh this dublin fuck and i'm right. like well, i'm actually from right. kildare but then i right. go back to kildare and they'd be like oh you're down in the sticks for the weekend ah, <laughs> interesting yeah so it's the same type of thing but i feel like it's like normally you know it's like people at the same time want a short answer and the long answer yeah. and it's kind of like where are you from new york where do you live in new york well i live in new jersey oh yeah you're yeah. a liar and it's like i guess but also it's like would you have rather said i'm from new jersey which then would have led us down some path about you telling me about your person you know from trenton yeah. or princeton and i'm like i don't live anywhere near there you know it doesn't matter but yeah. anyway so uh i grew up in the suburbs of new york in new jersey yeah to be clear and <laughs> um 
And my my wife's dad was in the military, and so she moved around quite a bit, but, like, grew up in Maryland, basically. Um, but we met in New York, uh, and she was living in New Jersey at the time, and I was living in Brooklyn at the time, whatever. And, yeah, we were together for three years. So did you do any, like, hooking up before you met? So you said you met in New York. Did you do yeah. any hooking up in New York City before you? Yeah. So how did you, where, did you, where did you go? You mean before I met my wife? Yeah, yeah. Just oh, yeah. if there's any like ladies yeah. listening to this who want to come over to New York and they're oh. like, do you have any tips or anything? No, like I have none. <laughs> I'm the worst because like people, I feel like now, you know, and maybe maybe just other people are better at being casual. I'm not a casual person. Yeah. I'm very intense. <laughs> and so I I feel like I would get into you know, whatever with women who were like, okay, I'm just kind of casual about this. And I, I just didn't know how to be in those types, in those types of situations. And so, you know, I would like catch feelings and be serious about someone again. Me too. I catch feelings even with like new friends. I'm like, okay, don't, don't do too much too soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very like a... Yeah, I get that. I, I'm like that too. How did you... So how would you meet women in real life though, even if you wanted a relationship? I mean, I would just take it case by case, honestly. So I don't know that there was like any sort yeah. of overall way, but like, you know, I met a woman in acting class. I met a woman... How did we meet? I guess a couple at a bar. Did I? I'm forgetting now. But yeah, like through friends, a couple. But I mean, none of these, the acting class person was a sort of prolonged thing. Um, And then, you know, other people just like around. I dated a woman in Astoria. I think we met at her place of business. Okay, great. You know, so it was all, I don't know that there's any. Yeah, yeah, like there wasn't any sort of like, this is how I meet women. I never did too much with the online dating apps. I, I would do like, I would be on Tinder. Oh, I met someone we dated for one week. From Tinder. Yeah, well, that's um, that's long for Tinder, to be honest. Yeah. It's usually yeah. like a 24-hour limit. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. She was away? Yeah, like landed in LaGuardia and turned on Tinder. Oh, I had one of those as well. <laughs> yeah. Where was she from? Uh, Chicago. I'd We're one, still friends. I had one from South Africa. Really? And the thing was, I wasn't attracted to him either, but he was like super intelligent and super interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then he had like a ton of money and he was like, do you want to come to Hawaii with me? I'm okay. like, yeah, I, I at the time said no because I was really sure. uncomfortable. With, I like, would have said no too. Yeah, because then I knew yeah. I would have had to have sex with him and I wasn't really oh, attracted yeah. to him. And right. now I look back and I'm like, you fool. <laughs> no, uh, I, think yeah. it's go- I think it's good. I yeah. yeah, I just was like, I'm not, yeah, I can't really pretend it or force it. And I was yeah. like, I would feel, I would feel like, yeah, he'd be expecting sex if he flew me to Hawaii. Right. Well, I feel like, have you been to Hawaii since? I've gone since. Great. And I always wanted to go and I went yeah. during the pandemic. Perfect. So, yeah. Which is like probably the wrong Hawaii time to go. Great. But it was, be- it was actually better because it was really quiet and we went in October mm. and it was a mm-hmm. bunch of girls. Amazing. And it was, it was a, literally the best trip. Yeah, so, totally. And I didn't have to have sex. I get tired from sex. Like I, oh yeah, I love, I loved having sex when I figured out how to orgasm uh-huh. and I had like loads and loads of sex and sex and sex. Sure. And um, but now like the older I get and I'm in a long term relationship and I love being in a relationship, but like it is a bit of effort. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I really have to remember to schedule it in, or yeah. I just get a bit I lazy. Relate. 
Totally. Yeah. You get what? Lazy. Lazy. Oh my God. I'm me like, too. I'm doing it. I'm having fun, but I'm like, oh, I yeah. need to take my clothes off now. Well, I think it's also <laughs> like we work at night, yeah. right? And sex typically happens at night. At yeah. least that's the rap it gets. Yeah. Right? And so it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> when do you expect this to happen? I don't know. I mean, I've been trying to think about how to talk about that on stage more because yeah. I, I feel like there's this, I've, like heard a bunch of people talking about how they identify as asexual. Yeah. That's something that I've been hearing in people's sets. And I'm like, I don't identify as asexual, but I do identify as somebody who's often not that interested or motivated by sex. Yeah. Um, which is to say, like, I love my wife. I'm extremely attracted to my wife. My wife is like the perfect, like, person for me I'm a hundred percent sure of all of those things and sometimes and even often I'm like okay like I just I want to go to sleep I want to just be home whatever and and does that make me a bad person no you know what I mean but it's like I feel like there's not as much talked about with that I'd say is I think you hit the nail on the head when you Thank said that you. we're night you know, hundred all of that, but especially when you said when we work at night. Yeah. Um so let's say and then we're entertaining people yeah all day and then right. even on a podcast you're talking and right. we, we, you know we tend to do a lot of podcasts and right. then we gotta do all the social media. Sure. And then we gotta go out and like grab the attention of yeah. like a hundred people in a room, yeah. maybe yeah, yeah, every yeah. night. And then it could be three people in another room at a bar yeah. show where you gotta right. work even harder for their attention. Yeah. yeah. And so you come home and it's like the last thing I'm not really in a sexy mood. And then it's like, oh, well, now I got to get up in the morning and do a podcast. So I got to stay. I got to go from two to three and have sex. Yeah. Yeah. But I read up a lot about it and it was like really important to like schedule it. And like, because when you schedule it, then it will be spontaneous. Okay. Um, because you're like, it's like keeping up a muscle. So, okay. so I like, will like, and Leland will too be like, okay, we haven't had sex like in a, f- like in a week, we have to do it tomorrow sure. and just like get like, do whatever to get us in the mood. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we started, I like, never watched porn before. Yeah. But like, I was like fucking, you know, wet ass pussy song when that came oh, out, yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. Cause I thought there was something wrong with me when I was like in my, from like 25 to 30, uh-huh. I was just like this con like, uh, a guy could just look at me and I was like, or yeah. anybody, a fucking, yeah. I could just get wet about a cloud. Like, I didn't know what, what <laughs> was, I didn't know what was going on with me. I was like super uh-huh. horny. And then now with Leland, that's mm. changed. Mm. And again, same as you, I'm super attracted to him. Yeah. Like, he's like the perfect man for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm just not as uh, lubricated. Um, sure, sure. And what, oh, oh, oh so uh, this is the first time we've ever i've ever watched porn and mm-hmm. because i've never watched it it's like it really helps because it's like uh-huh. oh this is bold oh there's naked people and it's like right. helping with and i do know the other thing is is that i looked up a lot and it's like loads of women have to use lube like there's uh-huh. a they, like it could be like a hormone thing it could uh-huh. be anything uh-huh. uh but that actually helped because it's like yeah. so bold to me sure, sure um so adding in those elements helps so if, if i'm like okay i'm really not in the mood i'm like oh can we watch one of your porn things for right. a second <laughs> yeah and you'll just stick that on and that'll huh. help yeah, yeah okay cool so but i'm with you on that it's hard to plus when you're in a relationship especially yeah. with someone you love and you care yeah. about it's yeah. like oh i, I want to spend this hour just like chatting or watching right. tv with i you. think too i don't know how this translates over sexual orientation but like like i i, th- I tweeted this like a little bit ago of just like you know it's nice that everybody's so into like 
gayness and whatever, but I miss like the hot, hot shame of it all, <laughs> you know, or maybe it was like a pride shame. Yeah. I don't remember. But in any event, like where, like what, I think it comes back to the thing you were talking about at the beginning that we were talking about, about consent and that kind of game of like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know? And I think that there's something with a relationship where it's so comfortable. You feel no shame. You feel totally received and loved and seen and heard and all that stuff. And that's great. Right. And if you've been conditioned at all to have sex and shame be linked to each other, then that can be hard to pull apart. That's so true. Everything you're saying is so true because thank you. I know. I swear to God, because I I know it's awful, but all of the guys where I would just want to like fuck all the time right. were like terrible people. Yeah, 100%. and they made me feel like a bad. And it's like right. this, I and grew you were up with never wetter. Yeah, and I grew up with so much shame. <laughs> yeah. And so even yeah, now with same. Leland, he's like so sex positive, so sure, open. Sure. But um, and he's oh, he loves like butt stuff. I uh-huh. don't. Uh huh. But a lot, I, I like for me, if he's like, if I need like orgasm quickly or something yeah. i'll just like all he has to do is like touch my arsehole oh, and yeah. it's like because it's so taboo to me ah, and i a part of me likes to keep that as taboo right because that helps like yeah. a, oh he shouldn't be doing this oh right. you know right. like it's right. like a I get it. Yeah, I think you need. I think you're right. I think we were <laughs> fucked up from the start. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting, like, to think about how to kind of like undo those wire, like whatever's messed up in those in that wiring. I'm not. I don't have an answer, but no, um, me neither. I think that it's an interesting conundrum. It's a strange path. So you could undo the wires potentially, which I don't. I don't know how to do. That. That's for the next yeah. generation. Yeah, and then have it so that. Okay, wait, you undo the wires and right. then you were like happy with normal sex or I would yes. say, yeah. And then, or, uh, I got distracted cause I think I can hear maybe Leland coming back in, but, oh, um, okay. Do you ever have like a, a cameo like that? Um, he was, he was in my solo podcast last week cause I said oh. something about penis and he looked over and I was like, uh-huh. you're meant to be in your earphones. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, what was I going to say? You were saying you could have the wires... Oh, or the opposite, which is yeah. bad, is so uh, if I keep linking sex with this kind of taboo and shame, uh-huh. when when porn isn't enough, what's my next thing? Right. I'm going to be like, you got to like, you got to <laughs> run down an alleyway and grab me and bring yeah. me into the, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, but like, I guess if it's with a consensual partner and if you need to do those role plays, it's fine. But I do sure. think that's the other route is like when we open up that we're comfortable with everything I guess mm-hmm. maybe people will look for other ways to get off or yeah. and maybe yeah. that's why people start choking now and everything oh yeah I don't know yeah I don't know either yeah but that's an interesting theory yeah I seems, I seems I hope like it's it wrong, right but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know. you know like in five years on this podcast I'll be like yeah, so for me and Leland to get off now, I just have him like chase me around with like yeah. a, uh, with like a <laughs> near like, death experience. Yeah, like a horse. Who, what's that called? A lasso. Oh yeah, lasso. <laughs> yeah, near death experiences. <laughs> but that's why I'm really happy I didn't watch porn when I was younger. So, yeah, because now I, I'm I able also to, didn't. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Blufo has a whole thing where, uh-huh. uh, I think I think she's the one who has a joke about how she's overused porn or whatever, okay. or or men. She has a joke about men overusing it. So okay. by the time we figure out our bodies, their dicks are broken. Oh yeah, which kind of makes it. sense a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not with Leland anyway. Right, right. So man's penis always works. Yeah. Anyway, huh. that was too much information. I was just saying. No, there. It's <laughs> just enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's great because he's young, you know? Yeah. I've been dating all these oh, dirty plus I didn't men. realize there was a... I think Asia so. Concert. I think also it's like health and I'm sure if he didn't stay healthy for the future and yeah. it's also like... It's super common for straight men to uh-huh. like struggle with hard-ons, especially right. like nowadays after like, I know I've had guy friends say like porn ruined it for them. Yeah, yeah. Or even something as simple as like if they're with a woman and there's no air con because mm. they, their body temperatures go up. So they need oh, like a... Okay. So there, I remember there was Mike Feeney was on the podcast like two years ago and he was yeah. like, if you struggle with hard-on guys, just stick the air conditioning on. It uh-huh. helps so much. Like just a simple... Interesting. Okay. Because uh, you're heating up or, or guys yeah. trying like... Uh, too hard or performative or huh. like yeah the pressure yeah. so huh. but um but it's just funny with Leland because he's the first boyfriend I've ever had where it's just like I mean he's just always hard yeah <laughs> I mean we're just I've like, never met him in person but you know I'll, now I'll know <laughs> just how you are okay because yeah. he'll be just like <laughs> he's always so happy to see me yeah he's just like I'll just like take my shirt off or something and uh-huh. then he's and I'm like we're together so long this yeah. is he just has a great you know huh. but um yeah but uh anyway yeah you know what else i wanted to ask you before we go tell me um really quickly because uh we don't want to take up more of your time That's you fine. have the funny bit about the dildo being cleaned oh yeah yeah so we were talking about the diva cop which made me think about the dildo so basically i mean it's a joke about how i feel insecure about being a lesbian like yeah. i don't feel like i fit in with other lesbians and that is true um, however, most of the time that just means like, I feel bad about myself. Like I don't, I'm not good at sports. I don't know how to like fix anything. And I just feel like, you know, just stupid among lesbians. Like I don't fit in. And I'm, it's your I'm own insecurity. Nerd. Yeah. But then I realized that I didn't fit in in one way, but then I'm like, oh no, these, these girls are wrong on this point, which is about reusing dildos and so the way that the joke goes is like I was over at my friend's house she's a lesbian obviously an ex-girlfriend because you know we all used to date but in any event like I'm in her kitchen and she's cooking and then you know I'm saying to her that I really love this new woman who was my wife I think I'm gonna get a new dildo and which for lesbians is an engagement ring (laughs) and so so then I say that and then she like stops in her tracks in the kitchen cooking and she's like what are you talking about why would you get a new dildo you just take a pot you boil some water in the pot you put your dildo in the pot and that's your dildo in the pot and I look around her kitchen I'm like which pot (laughs) you know and then she's like most of mine are dishwasher safe what am I even talking about I'm like I'm leaving your kitchen you know like nobody should ever eat here again because honestly I was like people think that lesbians are gross I'm like I happen to agree with you but maybe not for the reason you think like just like hygiene you know So, so that's the bit. And I mean, I, I've gotten into it with other lesbians who are just like, no, like this is, these are your, your tools or whatever. And my, my thing is like putting it hypothetically to them. And so I used to date men as we've discussed and not really, I mean like a guy basically, but like whatever, you know, um, I guess I went on dates with other men. It doesn't matter. But in any event, like my thing is like, if, if a guy came up to me, like now I'm married, I'm in a monogamous relationship, but like, let's take that off the table just for a second. If a guy came up to me and was like, Hey, we could have sex. We could use this penis. I don't know where it's been. Yeah. Or 
what if I just got a new penis? I'm like, yeah, if you're able to do that, of course, like that's preferable. And like lesbians, it's like, this is our one advantage. We could get a new one. Like, and I, and then it's like, oh, the environment, which like, I really think that like global warming is caused by lesbians, dildos in landfills. Like, I don't think so. And it's also fine as well. It's like, come on, you're like, the environment it's like i i'm yes recycle right you got papers and stuff right which one does the dildo go what day does the dildos get picked up (laughs) yeah you can get yourself another dildo. yeah i'm with you on that though because my boyfriend was took out his sex toys and i Uh was like i'm not using any of these and he's like why not and i was like because you've used them on your ex and he was like so i've washed washed them i know this is also like yeah a terrible stereotype but i also don't trust men just because i've lived with them yeah i've seen men i'm sure men want to see the package with the seal yeah i or even just trust them to clean it well enough yeah fair enough i'm right i can't see him putting them into a pot of boiling water i can see him just washing it with soap and it's just gross it's like you can spend another fucking 40 dollars on me and get your new toy or whatever Right, right um yeah so it's it's honestly like in some ways i'm not generally i don't do like dirty jokes like um not not because it is offensive to me, but more just because like, I don't know that I'm that dirty a person like in general conversation. So I just don't know that I would wear it that well, you know, like talking so much, uh, like doing dirty jokes. But it's like, when I wrote that one, I was like, you know, this is simultaneously my dirtiest and cleanest joke because it's all about hygiene. It's so funny. It's just about hygiene. It's literally a joke about cleanliness. Oh wait. And so how do you wash dildos that, Oh, I mean, hot water and soap. And also I lost it in a move. Yeah. yeah. So like, I literally don't know where it is. Yeah. I think new toys for new partners. Sure. For sure. Sure. Yeah. And maybe also replace them when you move. Yeah. Because I literally think I left it in LA. Yeah. I hope, I hope the new person found your diva and dildo <laughs> like, in the wow. apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what am I? Gonna-? And of course they, they're like on the opposite side of the spectrum where it's all they care about is climate change. And so they're just shoving all of my stuff into their great. And all the vagina. Holes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, all holes. Yeah. Simultaneously. Um, this was great. Where can people mm. find you? Um, uh, I, yeah, dearlizglazer.com is the best way. And then, you know, you can find my socials, Liz Glazer for the most part, Elizabeth Glazer on Twitter, www.dearlizglazer.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the listeners. I'm going to say this now, thank but you. please rate and review. If you want to watch the video for this, it'll be on the Patreon. I don't know how good it is because I'm still figuring out this camera and uh, go follow Liz and DM me if you have any advice you need questions uh oh also we yes. already talked about this but i am recording a special in september so if you are in new york or september you're gonna be in new york, 18th i think so but i haven't okay com- well oh, i haven't it. confirmed Sorry. the date but okay. more than likely but i'm meeting with them next week okay but yeah a, by the time this comes out i'll know for sure but uh email me contact the shift or dm me katie Boyle comic if you'll be able to go it's gonna be so much fun yeah i'm gonna bring irish sweets I'm it's so gonna be the excited best. for you okay me too okay love you all bye bye
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 